the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Ridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Today is Wisdom Wednesday, and I'm glad you're hanging out with me. Are you ready to talk to me? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital, out of Washington, D.C., the Arlington, Virginia area, on WAVA 105.1 FM, covering all of the DMV. Uh, That's uh, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well, on the most listened-to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, and that's on Salem uh, Radio, and guess what? It's WAVA, and we're here uh, faithfully with you for uh, more than 25 years, I think. I tell you what, praise the Lord. Some of y'all been around long enough where you remember this used to be a rock and roll station uh, way back when I was a kid. So anyway, thanks for tuning in. We're just uh, turning a place around for the Lord Jesus Christ, aren't we? And then for those of you who are watching me on online, I'm waving at you now on my Facebook Live page, my YouTube Live page. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Today is Wisdom Wednesday, and the way we roll, we have Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays. Today, Wisdom Wednesdays. Tomorrow, Theological Thursday, then Open Phone and Friday. So any topic that you want to address or talk to me about, you can on Friday. And then we have a, sp- a special edition on Saturday, so make sure you hang out with me then. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to open in prayer, give you uh, the phone number, and you can call me with uh, your thoughts or questions about today's topic, which is on empathy, the wisdom of empathy. Empathy is feeling the feeling of others. And what impact can you have by considering other people's feelings? Are you good at it? Do you feel other people's feelings in the room? Or do you completely miss it? Uh, Like uh, some of my family members and friends, especially some of my um, colleagues, some of them really have a lot of empathy. Others of them, maybe not much at all. I'm probably somewhere in the middle. But some people can just pick up the feelings in a room like a radar and others, they don't mean anything by it. They just, if they ask you how you're doing, and you're like, uh, I guess I'm okay. 
they're like, okay, great, you're okay. And they keep moving like they have no idea that you're not. Now, in, in their minds, if you weren't okay, you'd say, well, I'm not okay. But since you said you're okay, they're not really thinking about what you're meaning. They're just going by what you're saying, and they're moving on. So, you know, you know people like that. You're married to people like that. You work with people like that. And then there's some folk who are so empathetic, if it's a possibility to be too empathetic, they're almost jammed up. They can't move. They can't act because they feel something in the room and they can't seem to get by it so we're going to talk about that today i want to hear from you where you feel you are on a scale of one to ten uh ten being overly empathetic if that's a word a phrase a real thing and then one no empathy muscle at all no empathy feeling at all no empathy sensitivity at all and it'd be really interesting if you're married or dating someone who's on the opposite and as you are. All right, so there's my intro. You ready to talk about it? All right, let's uh, turn our time over to the Lord in prayer. My phone number, if you want to call me, is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. Let's bow for a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity we have to have communication today about how to be better communicators, how to be better feelers, and we thank you, Lord, for feeling our pain and, uh, and being merciful because of it. Help us to be merciful as well. We commit today's show over to you in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, if you really want to show that you have empathy, then how about you help me fill the stadium for Compassion International? They're trying to raise money for children who have been affected by COVID. And instead of asking you to do a monthly commitment uh, where you help the kids' health and help them get the gospel and help them get clean water and good food, uh, instead of a monthly commitment, they're asking for a one-time gift. And I want to help them. Amber and I gave a one-time gift, and they're asking that you would as well. And so if you'd be so kind to give a one-time gift, I'm trying to get 100 givers to give $500 one time. If you have the ability to do it, I realize that is a lot of money, and everyone can do it, all right? Some of you can give 1000 or 1500 Well, then, if the Lord's blessed you that way, go ahead and do that, because that might cover somebody else who can give a one-time gift of $50, but not 500. But whatever you can give, as long as it's above and beyond your tithes and you're giving to your church and you can do it with a cheerful heart, you're in. I want you in. If you can't do it with a cheerful heart, if you're not paying your tithes already, then I would just say, you know what? Pay your tithes to the Lord first at your church. And then if you can do it, do it. And if you can't, don't worry about it. Pray for the children, pray for the campaign, and pray for my listeners. All right. Now, if you're saying, Doc, tell me what to do, here it is. Go to andersonspeaks.com. That's it. You'll see Fill the Stadium to Help Children in Crisis. Hit that and go from there, okay? That's andersonspeaks.com. If you want to text to give, all you got to do is text the word SAVE to 97646. That's SAVE to 97646. Lord, we just pray that you would provide every resource that every child needs uh, in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, I'm going to the phone lines. Today's topic, for those of you who are feeling that empathy, right, and you want to know, am I too empathetic? Am I just pathetic? Well, guess what? Where are you on a scale of 1 to 10? 1, no empathy at all, or 10, overly empathetic if that's actually a concept. Okay, are you with me? 888-432-7434. 
Let's kick it off with my namesake, David, who's in Alexandria, Virginia. Hello, Mr. David. How are you today? Doing well, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for taking my call. Pleasure. This is an important topic um, in our pre-marriage counseling at church because um, we acknowledge that, you know, how the, the Spirit works through folks and healing them, uh, helping them with personality issues and mm-hmm. life skill issues. In my situation, I introduced my potential fiancé to uh, the church friends at the singles group and all of that, and after mm-hmm. a couple of lunches, they said, David, do not marry her. Uh, she'll um, tear you up and run over top of you in terms of not putting into emotional needs. Um, and uh, so I, I just wanted to acknowledge how um, in our relationship skills, um, it's important to navigate. Um, are, you, are, are you saying that the friends and counselors around you were saying that you're so empathetic and she's not that she might run over you? Is that what I heard? Yeah. And so what are you going to do about it? Will you still marry her but work on those skills? Or did you decide, well, they said don't marry her, I'm not going to marry her? Um, I uh, moved on. Uh, I, I, here in Alexandria, <laughs> I, mean, uh, to, um, I mean, there's some fine, wonderful ladies, and she, she had some marvelous. Wow. So you said you, you just moved on. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm sorry we got cut off there. But you said you moved on, so you took in you took in the council and moved on. Well, when I get back from the break, I'm going to tell you what our premarital counselor said to us uh, over 30 years ago along those same lines. All right, and so uh, you got to wait till I get back. Now my phone lines are open. If you want to talk to me about this, now would be the time to get in. My phone number is 888 432. 7434. Hey, Dr. Anderson, I have good news and bad news. Wow, Missy, tell me the good news first. I got a new job and I am so excited. Congratulations. So, what's the bad news? I have to move quickly, and I don't have a lot of time to sell my house. Mm. Have you called Pete at hometownhomebuyers.biz? No, I haven't. Really? Pete can actually buy your home within the next day or so, and you can be gone in a week. Even if you need him to help you get everything out, his company can do that for you. Really? Wow. What's his number? His number is 888-623-3533. Or you can catch him online at hometownhomebuyers.biz. Wow, thank you, Dr. Anderson. I'm going to call Pete right now so he can buy my home. Can I read his number back to you one more time just so I have it right? Sure. Okay, 888-623-3533. You got it right, 888-623-3533. Hey, congratulations on your new job. Thank you. Now sell that home so you can get out of town. (laughs) I will do. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. 
The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. is getting out. Children in developing countries are suffering from hunger. UNICEF recently reported that 10,000 children are dying of starvation every month as a result of economic devastation caused by the pandemic. Dr. Anderson is making the choice to help save these children from hunger and disease. He is joining Compassion International's Fill the Stadium campaign to provide food and care to 70,000 children in crisis. 70,000 is the size of the average NFL stadium. That's why our campaign is called Fill the Stadium. Each seat represents one child who needs our help. During the month of April, Dr. Anderson and his guests are asking listeners to help provide food and care to children in crisis. We are asking you to help save one child from hunger and starvation. Tune in weekdays from 3 to 4 p.m. to hear Dr. Anderson and his guests share how you can stand in the gap for a child in urgent need. And go to www.andersonspeaks.com to learn more about how you can help. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. On a scale of 1 to 10, where would you find yourself if 10 was really, really empathetic? And one was no empathy whatsoever, maybe just pathetic, okay? Uh, where are you on the empathy scale? That's what our topic is today, the wisdom of empathy. Feeling the feelings of others and what impact can uh, you have by considering other people's feelings uh, online on my Facebook page. Uh, Johnny Johnson says that on a scale of 1 to 10, he is at an 8. Tony Penny says he's a 7, he believes. What about you? Uh, again, let me tell you a bit about what happened with Amber and I in premarital counseling. By the way, let me give you my number, too, 888-432-7434. Now, uh, the premarital counselor told us, David, 
who was my first caller, that I would walk all over Amber, and she was too sensitive and empathetic. And uh, so they kind of recommended that maybe we don't marry. So that was like, what, dude, are you kidding me? And she says, well, what do you think about that session? I, I, you know, and the guy said, if this is going to work, then you're going to have to uh, be more assertive. You know, she was coming from another country, uh, you know, sort of a submissive position as a as a, um, you know, South Korean woman and uh, and saying that I had to like be maybe less less assertive so she had to become like more assertive more american you know where you just kind of put yourself forward you know well you know we've been married uh, 30 years so what does that tell you i'll tell you what it says she's become really american <laughs> okay 888-432-7434 we are not in korea y'all oh my word 888-43-BRIDGE hey let's go to uh mount airy maryland and talk to kathy who's on the line. Hey, Miss Kathy, how are you today? I'm great, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, good. I just realized I'm going to pay for that comment when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> you probably are. You probably are. Uh, so what, what do you think about you. this? Well, you know, I was. this is the first time I've ever called in. I was driving back from doing taking care of my mom, my elderly mom, and oh, I just felt oh. like I needed to call in. Um, I was watching something on Empathy on YouTube the other day, uh-huh. and I – am very empathetic. Okay. I was um, a pediatric oncology nurse for 20 years. Oh, and wow. um, that it just like I could walk, I can read a room so well. Wow. Um, and this woman was talking about empathy and she said that the reason why some people, most people are very good at empathy is because they have, they come from a background in their childhood of trauma. Hmm. And that because of that trauma, they have learned to read people very well so they can control the and decrease the trauma because they feel that it's something that happens because of something they did or mm. um, they just know when to, or they know when somebody's going to swing, they hide. And um, I just I thought that was a very interesting, um, interesting. study that had been done. And I'm, I just wanted to, just felt like I needed to insert that. that yeah, well, thanks for um, sharing when that. We, we know empathetic people that there's sometimes there's a reason for that in their background and we need to maybe be a little bit more gentle with them. How about that? You know, that's actually a really good insight. There's probably a lot of truth uh, to that. And I I think all of us must think uh, about our past. And even if you did have a traumatic past, I suppose that you could swing the other way and just be really harsh, you know, but maybe it depends on a, what kind of, of uh, trauma, and then B, sometimes maybe you're just empathetic in that particular category of trauma. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, mm-hmm. it's a very interesting thought. Thanks for adding that to the show today, okay, Miss Kathy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, thanks for letting me call in. I appreciate it. Appreciate you as well. Sean Lane says, I'm a one <laughs> on the scale. Is a lack of empathy a sin? Well, the lack of empathy is not a sin if you force yourself to be considerate of other people, regardless of whether you feel what they feel, right? And so uh, the Lord was compassionate. So we got to fulfill the command of compassion, even if our empathy muscles uh, are weak, all right? And so I would say it's more of a, a weak area that needs to be developed as opposed to a sinful area where you need to repent. However, if you are not compassionate with someone when you should have been, 
then you should repent. You should say to that person, I'm really, really sorry that I wasn't more sensitive uh, to you in that area. All right. Let me go to Fairfax, Virginia. I want to talk to Alan, who's on the line. Hey, Alan, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you today? I'm doing fine, thank you. It's good to hear your voice, Dr. Anderson. Oh, yours as well. Alan, what are you thinking today? So I'd, I'd just like to uh, express my experience with, with empathy, and, or, or rather my weakness with it, and, uh, and just hope to give your audience some encouragement. Um, I tend to be, I have a very uh, emotional wife. Mm. You know, for better or for worse. And um, I always don't see eye to eye as with her as to why she gets upset about certain things. Mm. But something that, that she had to give me a reality check on is that uh, those emotions that she experiences are not my reality, but rather her reality. And uh, it, it's not something that should be cast off as unimportant. Right. Especially if we want to show love to that person. And um, it took me a while to get that lesson. And I really struggled with it when it, when um, my lack of empathy started to create controversies outside of the marriage. Right. Um, you know, in, in different relationships and contexts. Because then, be then Alan, you probably realized at that point it wasn't just her, but it was you. Correct. Yep, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I have a I have a pretty matter of fact, blunt delivery in, in how I, I communicate with people, which is great in a lot of contexts. Right. Uh, but it, but it can be really disastrous in the wrong context and in the wrong situation. That's right. So I think I think for people that are like me that that struggle with uh, leveling with somebody on something as as emotional that they would consider to be emotional. Right. Uh, it's really worth it's really worth humbling ourselves and absolutely in different situations. Absolutely right. Thank you for sharing that, Alan. I appreciate it. Lord be with you, okay? And here's the thing, uh, when we get to the second half of the show, I'm going to give you a few ways that you can help develop your empathy if you're interested in it. A little bit of wisdom along the way. Three or four things that will help you develop your your empathy. And so Linda Genty Iskerzak, how do I determine how empathetic uh, I am or how do you determine how empathetic you are? I'll talk more about that in the second half. But what I will say is this, uh, if people say, wow, you're really a good listener. If people say thank you uh, for the way you make them feel, uh, then you can probably guess that you're pretty empathetic. If people aren't thanking you, like, wow, you just make me, you, thank you for listening. Wow, thank you. I, I feel so valued by you. If people, if you're not getting those compliments, <laughs> okay, you may get other compliments, all right? You have different gifts, amen, amen. But those aren't the compliments. Uh, D. Williamson, uh, do you get, the, this is my chief engineer, I'm just looking over at him. Do you get those kind of compliments often? Wow, you just make me feel, thank you for the way you make me feel. You're such a, a good, listen, no, that's not the one you get. Well, I tell you what he does get, man. You're a good worker. Uh, you do excellent work. I mean, so you're dedicated. You're devoted. See, those are the ones he's going to get. But uh, maybe the empathetic ones, maybe not so much. Well, this is why we're talking about it. We get wisdom here, right? And we need them all. That's why we need one another, right? We, we need uh, everyone. Because if you just have everybody who's all empathetic, you know, then it's just going to be a pathetic room. Like, get me out because I, I don't, there's too many tears, too many feelings, too many hugs, right? 
And then there's others who are like, uh, it's so cold. It's so sterile in this place. No one cares about anyone. They only want to get their work done. Well, that's the other side. So we need a healthy mix, don't we? Hey, listen, let me go to Landover, Maryland, and talk to Theophilus. He's in uh, Landover today. Hey, Theophilus, how are you, sir? Good morning. I mean, uh, good afternoon, Dr. Anderson. Good, a- good afternoon, sir. What are your comments or thoughts? Yes, uh, I was wondering if you could comment on uh, Matthew 25 and 35, uh, where it said I was a stranger and you took me in as far as uh, compassion and empathy toward uh, what, I, what, yeah. what, I'm direct, what I'm speaking on directly is I don't see the, the, um, the camaraderie or the, the um, bond between preachers that, 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 that are clergymen that are, I don't see that with that empathy and that compassion toward one another. Well, if, if, yeah. if a mother minister is in distress or something like that, I don't see it. I don't see that in the Well, you know what? I, I tell you this. That verse is compelling. Matthew 25, sir, it's compelling because it's telling us we're supposed to care for people, regardless of whether you feel the empathy or not. If somebody's hungry, you're supposed to feed them. You know, if someone's naked, you're supposed to clothe them. And, uh, you know, I, I again, I can't speak for other ministries. I'm just so grateful for mine. And to see us feeding a thousand people on a weekend just blesses my soul. And uh, even today, we have vaccinations out in our parking lot, just serving our community. And so I think there are a lot of churches that do have this kind of care, Theophilus. And I sure hope that you get to see some of them. But you bring up a great passage, and it's one that should convict all of us, that whether we feel the empathy or not, we need to go and do what the Lord has told us to do. God bless you, sir. I'm coming right back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hi, I'm Patrick Fingles, owner of New Look Home Design. I think we've all heard the expression, you're going to learn the hard way. As a kid, I used to ride a crib mattress down the steps. Not a bright idea. Now, as adults, we're supposed to know better. Getting multiple contractors to give you multiple roofing estimates and trying to decipher the difference is not easy. At New Look, we offer TPT, Total Price Transparency. We give line-by-line pricing, a detailed measurement report, and a 3D rendering of your home so you know exactly what you're paying for. We've serviced over 40,000 customers and have a 94% satisfaction rate. So, while I can't get rid of all of your hard ways, I can give you roofing the easy way. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and qualify for interest-free financing. Call 800-279-5300. That's 800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. While we can't make everything easy, we can make roofing easy. Ever wish you had a crystal ball to sell your home at the top of the market? Well, now's your chance. Hi, I'm Chuck Teets from Chuck and Olga Realtors of Pearson Smith Realty. Today's interest rates allow a buyer to pay nearly 20% more for a home and have a similar payment from a year ago. Don't miss this opportunity to sell any property in any condition for more money. Call Chuck today, chuckcares.com, 703-898-8930, 703-898-8930. Hear 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart. 
Tune in and now on Radio.com. Grace to You with John MacArthur is heard Monday through Friday at 9 on Life-Changing Talk Radio, WAVA. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Are you dealing with personal or business tax issues with the IRS? Does the thought of wage garnishments, bank levies, tax penalties, or having to engage with the IRS worry you? Owing taxes to the IRS or state can be stressful, and ignoring them can make your situation worse. At Federal Tax Law Group, we help individuals and businesses reduce debts and negotiate with the IRS Fresh Start Program. Our assistance can save you from drowning in taxes and may even keep you free of prosecution. With over two decades of experience, our tax professionals understand your needs and will customize a tax solution that's in your best interest. Call Federal Tax Law Group at 800-500-9172 for a free consultation to discuss resolving your tax problem. That's 800-500-9172. Again. 800-500-9172 or visit us online at federaltaxlawgroup.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Listen, if you need to sell your home, you're trying to get out of debt, you don't have three or four months to put the house on the market, pay all the money to get it up to speed so people can walk through it and then sell it. If you can do that, that's great. But how if you can't? What if you can't? Well, guess what? Hometown home buyers will buy your home for you. You can be out of it within a couple of weeks if you want to. It can buy it as is. It can save you from all the walkthroughs. And you can walk away knowing that you're debt-free and you can go on about your future. So give them a call. Maybe talk to them. Talk it through to say, tell me what you do and tell me how you can make this happen for me. Uh, before you even call the real estate agent, why don't you call hometownhomebuyers.biz and talk to the owner directly himself. His name is Pete, and you tell him Dr. Anderson sent you. Here's his phone number, 888-623-3533. Let me say it again because I stumbled. 888-623-3533. You can also check him out online, hometownhomebuyers.biz. Now, today we've been talking about empathy, and my last caller talked about Matthew 25 and uh, how we should feed those who are hungry and clothe those who are naked and visit the prisoner, things of that sort. And you're absolutely right. We need to make sure that we are caring for those who are in need. And you talked about the man of God being empathetic to the other to other men and women of God. And I think you're right. We need to be empathetic to other people's ministries as as well. But how do you grow your empathy? Because I asked in the first half, I said, on a scale of one to 10, would you be a 10, which is really overly empathetic, or a one, you don't have an empathetic bone in your body, or somewhere in the middle, where would you say you are? Uh, Well, in defining that, remember, empathy is the ability to feel the feelings of others. All right, so you can be in a room and you can feel that someone is kind of off. Or you can be in a conversation with a friend or maybe not even a friend, and you can just really sense that no matter what words they're using, what they're meaning and what they're feeling uh, is is something uh, deeper. Maybe they're mourning or grieving or upset or frustrated, and you can pick that up even under their fake uh, smile and their 
uh, sweet, uh, you know, return greeting. I'm fine, but really they're not fine, right? So that's that empathy. You have the ability to read that. Those who don't have a lot of empathy, they don't read it at all. They're going to listen to your words and respond to your words, and they should because, again, they just don't have that empathetic ear. So then if you want to grow in your empathy, you're saying, Doc, could you give me some wisdom on this? I'm going to give you four ways to grow your empathy, and here's the first one. Learn from empathetic people. Learn from empathetic or empathic. You can use either one of those words. Learn from them. Like my wife, Amber, her number one strength from Gallup uh, Strength Finders is empathy. All right. My daughter also has empathy in her top five. Uh, there's a woman in our church who's quite empathetic, many of them, but there's one in my church who would open the door for every staff member that would come in, and it just made you smile because you knew that she actually cared uh, about you. So w- what am I saying? If you know some empathetic people, and I know that you do, learn from them, study them, see how they interact with other people when someone's sharing their problems, and you'll find out what they're doing oftentimes is they are listening with a sense of concern, not listening to get information, but listening with a sense of concern, which is the second way to grow your empathy. And that is listen for expressive words, feelings, not facts. Okay. Listen for expressive words, feelings, not facts. All right. Expressive words are cues that empathy is required. When you hear people using expressive words, that's a cue to you that empathy is required. Not a solution, not a fact, not just a simple answer, but if they're using expressive words, then that means empathy is being required of you. What are some expressive words? When someone uses words like, I feel, I feel lost, I feel alone, I feel like you don't care. I I feel misunderstood. I feel like I don't have any value. Those words should be a cue to those of you who are saying, well, I don't really have a lot of empathy. I'm giving you a technique. I'm giving you help here. Uh, When you hear the I feel words, empathy is being required of you. So you can't go to the old cabinet, file cabinet in your brain and pull out an answer to say, no, you shouldn't feel that way because, which we all naturally do. I do that too. But then when I hear this piece of wisdom, ding, 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 okay, I can't tell them they shouldn't feel this way. What I need to do is ask them, why do you feel this way? Would you like to share with me? And then listen with concern. You see? Okay. So I've given you two of the four ways. That should be helpful to you. I'm going to give you the other two shortly. Let me just uh, remind you what my number is in case you want to call me and hang out with me and maybe give me your, give me your thoughts on it. My number is 888 bridge hello to terry clayton who's on my facebook page rebecca rodriguez says she's a seven uh not uh, let's see she says seven not be nature by learning not sure what that means i'm probably reading it wrong and then um uh rebecca rodriguez says one and i am a seven okay i got it so she's a seven got it that's clear Hey, listen, sorry about that. I was trying to read it and and talk at the same time. Listen, when I get back from my break, I do want to give you the other two of the four ways to grow your empathy. And by the way, are you pretty empathetic? Share with us 
uh, what that looks like. Are you married to someone or work with someone who's not empathetic? Why don't you share what that feels like? And if you have some wisdom along the way, I'm sure other people will be blessed as well. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We'll be right back. That's 844-980-3707. Improve Remodeling, the name that begins with an E and ends with an E. E stands for excellence, and that's exactly what you'll get when you want new windows or doors. Just like Amber and I, we got new windows and doors because we wanted our French door to be a slider so we could let the dogs in and out. And so we called Improve Remodeling. They came to the house. They installed new doors and windows in the kitchen, and they were picture perfect. Call Improve Remodeling today. Here's their number, 240-505-49. 44. That's Improved Remodeling. Their name begins with an E and it ends with an E. It stands for excellence. If you want to find them online, just go to improveremodeling.com. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? (laughs) Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel. And make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson said. It's, wi- it's Wisdom Wednesday. We're talking about empathy, and I want you to feel what kids feel around the world in uh, Africa and India and so many other uh, places where they may be living in poverty and they don't have anyone to love on them and care for them. And even if they do, they still struggle to get clean drinking water or good healthy food. But your gift of $500 will cover one child for an entire year and help Compassion International with their Fill the Stadium 
event to help children in crisis. If you have the ability to do that, I'm asking you to join me as I try to get 100 people to give $500 to Compassion International. It's a one-time gift. If you can afford it, you will literally take care of a child for one entire year. If you can't afford a whole 500, then maybe you can do half. All right. And then maybe some of you are so blessed you could do four times that I'm just going to trust the Lord with the amount. I know what Amber and I were able to do. And I pray that you're able to do something as you partner with me. This is something I've not done in 11 years, a financial campaign on the air. So I'd really like to uh, be able to do this for them. It's not money for me. It's not money for my church. It's not money for the radio show. It's money for kids directly through a trusted partner, Compassion International. Just text the word SAVE to 97646 and give now. Or if you want, just go to my website, andersonspeaks.com, and you'll see Fill the Stadium to Help Children in Crisis. Just hit that link and uh, go from there. Thanks a lot, by the way, for those of you who've already done it. And for those of you who are trying to do it, you know, maybe you uh, are trying to save up your money to do it. I know God will be really uh, pleased with you if you do it in his name with a genuine heart of love. Nothing else. No guilt, no shame, no grudge. Got it? That's the best way to give, isn't it? <laughs> okay. Here's my phone number, 888-43-BRIDGE. Today we're talking about empathy. Let's talk to Juan. He's in Fairfax, Virginia. Hey, Juan, welcome to the show. How are you today? Very well, thank you. God bless you, Pastor. Uh, God bless you, sir. What are you thinking? I think in the empathy is, uh, in my opinion, is uh, something part of the second command to the God. Love your people, love your neighbor like I, you love you. Um, the second one is uh, when you when you collaborate, like at my church, we do a lot of uh, resorts for the people. We serve a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we feel enjoy. We feel enjoy. Yes. They do the word of God. Uh, this is very important. But for the second, uh, like a pastor, um, I feel it some, sometimes so sad when the people, they know the word of God. His perspective about the word of God, they still, they need uh, for us uh, I don't know if it's time, it's empathy, they don't understand the, the Word of God. Right. Because if you understand the Word of God, you, whatever the situation, the joy is going to be part in your life. Yes, there is, a, there is a joy that comes, and the more you grow in God's Word, I do think the more empathetic you can become because you become more sensitive to the things of God. And, and people are what God uh, loves, and so it helps us to be more loving as well. Well, thank you, Juan, for your comment today, okay? God bless you, Pastor. Ah, Dios te bendiga, mi hermano. That's uh, God bless you, my brother, in Spanish. Uh, when someone expresses their feelings, you know, what you should do is just say, wow, I'm, I'm so sorry. It doesn't mean that you're sorry because you are you've done something wrong. It doesn't mean you're sorry because it's your fault. You're saying I'm sorry because we can use that terminology. I don't think we have good words in English to get to that terminology that says, I know it's not my fault. I know I didn't do it, but I'm feeling sad with you. And so sometimes just saying, oh, I'm so sorry you're feeling that, or I'm so sorry 
uh, that you have to endure that will go a long way if you're trying to be empathetic or you can say that must be so difficult, right? Or you can even ask, do you want to talk about it? Um, you know, you could say, I don't know if there's anything I can say or do, but I'm, I'm here. Those are the kinds of phrases that will help you express to someone empathy when they are sharing those feelings that I was talking about earlier, okay? Now, I told you there was four ways to grow your empathy, and I gave you the first two. And uh, you know me, I'm a preacher, so they both begin with an L. <laughs> okay, the first one um, was learn from empathetic people. The second one, listen for expressive words. Here's the third one, let go of your expertise. Let go of your expertise. The expert inside of you wants to fix the problem or fix the person, right? The expert inside of you wants to give answers and solutions. The expert inside of you wants to address the issue or, or focus on the, instead of focusing on the individual. But what we're going to do, because we're growing in our empathy, we're going to try to avoid fixing the problem and fixing the person. Unless someone says, uh, I got a problem and I need your advice. If they use the word advice, then you are free to, to try to fix the problem. But if they're sharing their feelings and they're not asking for your advice, then what they're asking for is your camaraderie. What they're asking for is your empathy, all right? And that's where you use those other expressive words like, that must be so difficult, or uh, I don't know what to say, but I want you to know that I'm here. Got it? That's going to be really hard for some of you. I bet you like some of you rolling your eyes saying, oh, Lord, have mercy. But I'm telling you, I'm helping your marriage right now. I'm helping your relationship at the job right now. I'm helping your relationship with your family members right now. So y'all better, it's Wisdom Wednesday. Y'all better be getting these down, okay? You come back to them later. Type, type it in your phone, right, and say, let me go back to that now. What did he say? All right, and for some of you, you might be able to use this tonight by the time you get home. And you'll be like, where, where, where are my notes? Okay, so I gave you three. I told you there were four. So let me give you the fourth one, but let me give you my number as well. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Got it? Uh, remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. Okay, here's the fourth one. Are you ready? Limit your execution strengths. Limit your execution strengths. You know Gallup has all these different strengths, like 34 different strengths, and ex some of them fall into a category of what they call the executing strengths, meaning you have the ability to execute things well, you have the ability to make things happen, all right? Not execute people, but execute uh, projects and, and, and actions that can get things done. And those of you who have these strengths, you're very valuable to an organization. You're valuable to your family. You get stuff done. When they ask for a volunteer for the family reunion, nobody wants to raise their hand. Uh, and you raise your hand and say, yeah, I can do that. They know that you're so responsible. You're going to get it done. Don't let Billy do it because Billy may feel like he wants to do it, but we all know that he's not going to be able to get it done. Something else is going to come across his, his mind, and he's going to forget all about it. But they know if they give it to you, you've got the executing strength. But this is what I'm saying to you. The people who have these strengths, you need to actually limit those strengths when you're trying to be more empathetic. 
all right, like Mary and Martha, all right? Mary was at Jesus' feet. Martha was trying to execute tasks, all right? There's a time to stop executing tasks and to just tap into the inner Mary that's in you, okay? The inner Mary wants to be more present. The inner Martha wants to be more productive. They're both good. You just need to know which one needs to show up, my inner Mary or my inner Martha. Hey, listen, I'm coming right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. If you're a WAVA listener, one thing I'm certain of is that you're not tuning in to listen to me. So I'm sorry about the next 45 seconds. But we have specifically chose this station because we think we're similar and we'd love for you to see three reasons why our mortgage team might be a good fit for you or someone you care about. One, we've got a direct lender advantage. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. There's no middleman, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, an advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. Two, we pay WAVA listener appraisal fees up to $500, and that's upfront money that you don't have to pay back if by some chance you end up not closing. It's important to us to show our commitment to this station. And finally, our faith is a big deal to us, and we're open about that. If we seem like a fit for you, we'd love to talk. We are United Faith Mortgage. UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York. Animalist number 1330. Animalist Consumer Access.org. Every finance, may be higher for life alone. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Copper based on loans over $200,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. If your mortgage rate is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could save you money and get you the cash you need with a cash out refi. Chances are your home has gained a ton of equity this past year. Turn that equity into cash to pay high interest credit card debt do home improvements, or to put money away for a rainy day. Don't wait for interest rates to go up. The time to refi is now, while rates are still low. Take cash out and get a low interest rate at the same time. Cash Call Mortgage may be able to lower your mortgage rate and get you cash from your home's equity. Call now and we'll even cover the title, escrow, and appraisal fees to save you more money. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to cashcallmortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. There are books that I've wanted to write. Fault Lines was a book I felt like I had to write. Critical Race Theory, Social Justice, Intersectionality. We've all heard these terms, but most of us have no idea what they mean. The Apostle Paul says that we destroy arguments and lofty opinions raised against the knowledge of God. Fault Lines is about doing just that in this current cultural moment. As Christians, we need to know what's going on around us. We have to be a part of culture. Fault Lines is about not only understanding what's going on in the culture around us and how it's impacting us, but it's also about teaching us to take every thought captive so that we can be more proactive in creating culture as God would intend us to. This is Bodhi Bauckham. And I want to encourage you to buy my new book, Fault Lines, available everywhere books are sold, April 6th. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And as we land this plane, I'm going to see if I can get in one more caller. That's Gloria from Oxon Hill, Maryland. Hello, Miss Gloria. How are you today? 
Fine, thank you, Dr. Anderson. How about yourself? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you for hanging okay, with me. Okay, Pastor Anderson, I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but I think I'm a 10 when it comes to empathy. All right. I try to put myself in people's place mm-hmm. and feel what they're feeling, what they're going through. Mm. Years ago, I had a ministry. I don't know if you know the term shut-ins, the older folks who couldn't drive right. any longer. Shut-ins, yeah. I used, to, yeah. I used to go and pick them up in the van, nice. go buy them ice cream, cakes, and take them out for a ride on Saturday evenings nice. so they can feel refreshed. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, it's a good testimony, and we need people like you that have that heart of empathy that would would take people ice cream, sick and shut-ins, and they can't go get it themselves, and so God raises up people like you to just help out like that. So thank you, Miss Gloria, for being that kind of a person. You're very welcome, sir. Hey, well, God bless you. Keep up the good work, okay? Oh, I have a question for you. you. Where's that that accent coming from? Um, Guyana. Guyana. South America, a British, former Uh, British colony. How about that? Well, that's great. It's a beautiful accent, okay? Yes. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. I consider you as our Solomon of today. Oh, aren't you kind? Well, I'll take it, okay? (laughs) God bless you. If only it were true, I tell you, he's got the wisdom and we've got the words. So I thank God that he helps us. Well, did you get the four things down? Ways to grow your empathy. Four ways to grow your empathy. Did you get them down? Shall I say them just one more time before I end the show in prayer? All right. Let me go ahead and, uh, by the way, I'll just tell you I'm pretty empathetic. I can sense the feeling of others. And when I try, uh, you know, sometimes it's the Holy Spirit that tells me uh, about other people's feelings. I wouldn't say that I'm a 10. Uh, I wouldn't say, like, my wife is a 9 or 10. I'd probably put myself around a 6 or a 7. So there you have it. Well, here are the four ways. Are you ready? Write them down really quickly before I pray. Number one, learn from empathetic people. All right. Study them. See how they listen to others. See what they do in conversations and then you can emulate them. Number two, listen for expressive words, words that like I feel this. I feel misunderstood. I feel so frustrated. And remember, when people use the feeling words, what's required of you. All right. Is to express words like, oh, I'm so sorry or that must be difficult or, or there's nothing I can do or say, but I'm here with you. That's what's required when they're using feeling words. Here's the third one. Let go of your expertise. All right. Don't try to fix them. And then limit your execution strength. If you happen to be really strong in the area of uh, actions and tasks, search for your inner Mary. Get out of the kitchen and sit at the feet of Jesus like Martha in those moments. All right. I sure hope that I've been helpful to you. You know, God wants you to be compassionate and he's sympathetic and we should be as well. All right, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, help us, we pray, to be more like you. Thank you for feeling compassion and feeling mercy. And Lord, when we're insensitive, we pray that you help us to be more sensitive. And uh, when we need to be tougher and more thick-skinned, we ask you to help us to do that as well, so we're not easily offended. This is all that we pray today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, help your And don't let them fall by the side of the road. And teach them 
Turn it up.